The Terrible Warriors are heading to Con Bravo on the last weekend of July, Friday the 28th until Sunday the 30th. On one of those days, there will be a panel, and that panel will be the final episode to the campaign you're about to hear. Because today, on The Terrible Warriors, we dive into the apocalypse world. And there isn't much to say in this first episode, because we haven't picked our characters yet. We haven't formed the world that we're to play in. And so there is only the psychic maelstrom swirling around. So let's peel back the mists together and discover what kind of world we have landed in. The first part in our mega game of Apocalypse World. This is part one of the Toronto campaign. And they are your terrible warriors. I am your master of ceremonies for the Tuesday campaign because we're doing things a little bit differently right now. You are listening to the first week of a series of campaigns that are going to, or a series of adventures that are going to run through the month of July. On Tuesday, we are playing Apocalypse World. On Thursday, we are also playing Apocalypse World. Now, right now at the beginning of the month, these campaigns are being recorded separately. Uh, we're actually recording it before the Edmonton crew went out and played their game. They're going to have a bit of a heads up on what happens to our game, but they're going to run independently of each other. And the goal is at the very end of this month, four weeks from now, we are going to be at Con Bravo and we're going to record the final episode live at a panel. It'll come out the following week uh, on the podcast uh, where we are going to wrap up the story of both the Tuesday and Thursday campaigns. And what's really scary is Apocalypse World is completely improvised on the spot. So there's no way of planning ahead how these story threads are going to come together. So really, we have four weeks before it crashes and burns. No, no, no. Got it. The Toronto crew is recording first, so we can do whatever we want and let that be <laughs> Derek's problem. That <laughs> <laughs> be future Derek's problem. Yeah. That's so that's Derek future problem. Derek's problem. Aww. That is really then Justin's future problem four weeks from now at Con Bravo when he has to figure out Justin's how to make this Justin's going to hate us. Guys. That's, that's right. exactly how. Con Bravo. Now I know oh how God. they felt at the end of Battlestar Galactic. And in the final season of Lost, I'm going to be able to really relate to Daniel Lindloff. <laughs> Past Justin hates future Derek and future Dustin, so this is, this is going to be good. I don't know we're going to be dealing with time travel in this game. So before we introduce the game as we get into it, uh, I'm Justin Eacock, as you already know, and sitting around my table, starting at my left, your right. Oh, that's me. I am Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, Dr. Tarawat, better known through smaller groups of people as Connell Macbeth. Hi. Hi. Hi, Connell. Hi. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Connell. Uh, Aren't st- we all? <laughs> I'm Steve Saylor, or as sometimes known on YouTube as Blind Gamer. Yeah. Hey, welcome back, Steve. Oh, Hi, yeah, it's Steve. been a while. Yay, we love you. Hey. Hi, everybody. It's Cassie D20. Love you. How's it going? <laughs> Are you looking forward to Calm Bravo? You should be, because we're going to be there. And I'm I'm staff, so I I gotta be there. Yeah, head down to the indie section. Come yeah, come check out the indie game section, which I head up. It's gonna be a fun, awesome time. So be what, there. We'll, we'll, so we'll here's your opportunity. Center, the butt we'll, end we'll, of July. So here's your opportunity though to ask. <laughs> here's your opportunity though to ask for listeners to give you stuff. The butt end of Wait, July. Wait, what? 
Because you're going to be at Com Bravo. You're already saying you're going to be at Com Bravo. Yeah. You can yeah. now get your listeners now yeah. to be like, yeah. hey, you bring me You have four X. weeks to find all the Kirby merchandise you can find. Oh. And then give it to Kathy. Oh, and then give it all to Kathy. I don't even know how I would accept <laughs> no, what. No, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Really just show sweet. it to our panel and Please pick up those cards. Really, Please. Really Please. Sweet, I'm just begging you. I don't even know what. All of the Cassie plus Kirby fan art that you can muster. You have four weeks. It's going to be so adorkable. I love it. And rounding up the group. We'll make a folder. Um, it's Brie Poison. <laughs> Hi, I'm still here. I'm kind of sharing Justin's mic, so I'm kind of like leaning We're all sharing over a mic today. screaming into mm-hmm. his mic. And I'm going to edit in later Tom when he arrives. He's a little bit late. He's stuck in traffic, but we had to start anyways without him because we've only got four weeks left. So we, uh, uh, when he shows up, we'll have him record it separately, and it will be like, Hi, I'm Tom. Beep. And then we'll go back into the game. <laughs> <laughs> and here we have Tom. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom. Oh, is this so we're F1? finally playing Apocalypse World. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward moment of silence while like, we find a place moment? to is this your fucking point? <laughs> so put that no in. I started oh the Powered by Apocalypse game trend <laughs> on this show when we first played Monster Hearts, which uh, actually had it was one of Bree's oh, hey, first shit. games. Well, it was, yeah, and and it was it was Steve. You got I hate history. that game. Yeah, I really hate that game to this day. Cassie's also played. Now you played with the Sprawl, but you also played Dogs in the Vineyard. I did. And Dogs in the Vineyard is what the guy who made Apocalypse. Apocalypse World made before he made Apocalypse World. Yeah. And so now we're finally getting all these Powered by Apocalypse games, Masks and The Sprawl and Monster Hearts and Worldwide Wrestling, the RPG, and all these other ones that we've done. We're now going to, this is the core game. This is where it all started. But we're not playing the original Apocalypse World. We're playing the Apocalypse World version 2.0. Oh, it just came out from the Kickstarter, and uh, so we're putting this one together, and in a way, this is like full circle. This is, uh, after this game, uh, I I might not play a Powered by Apocalypse game for a while, because I've done like... We've done like five. So two of our show, which is like half of our year. So <laughs> true. Fair enough. <laughs> so we're 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 doing this, uh, and and we thought it would be kind of fun because we've done so many good games with with powered by Apocalypse. That if we did Apocalypse World, we would team up with the Thursday campaign, and and I'll let Derek handle that uh, if you come back on Thursday on how they're going to do their things because. Derek doesn't run Powered by Apocalypse games the way I do. He's used to, like, gumshoe and fate and all this other stuff. So uh, his game style is going to be very different. And what's really nervous for me is at Com Bravo, Derek and I are going to co-master of ceremonies. Oh, We're shit. We're going to run together uh, uh, against... Uh, get more bring, adversarial bring popcorn guys so that's gonna get really get ready for a fight to the death at Combravo yeah. because we don't know the pa- we don't know the panel yet we don't know when it's happening for all we know it's happening at the exact same time as Connell's panel or Derek's panel or when Cassie's busy so I'm just ready to be I like don't know. your no. character's dead I don't know I either <laughs> yeah no, I, I'm waiting I, for the I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping I'll mostly be fine because now this year starting this year thank goodness I have a co-coordinator yeah. in, uh, in in Jameson Gajid Fullerton oh. Awesome. So, uh, are you eating a we, giant we, invisible we, sandwich? We will spend each hour. <laughs> well, no, I'm just trying to keep the people in time. We'll spend each hour. We'll talk a little bit about Con Bravo. We'll have a chance to do that throughout this recording, and we'll be able to do one for each episode. Oh, sweet. Uh, but yeah. I would like to get into the game. I would oh, yeah. like yes, to right. introduce yes. you to the apocalypse oh, yeah, world. Thing we do. And, and what we want to do is sort of set this up. Um, 
the way every other apocalypse game is done. Uh, they have playbooks that play as tropes that are set up that fit the theme of this world. Now, I know you've already picked out your playbook and you really started to fill it in, but let's pretend like we haven't yet. We're going to introduce <laughs> well, I haven't, this I haven't the characters that we have. I so just literally I left them all out on the table the in front thing. of you. If you all want to take uh, oh. uh, at least two, maybe three, and hand a few over to me, we're each going to let the listener know which characters we have to choose from. And then... Oh. You know, we'll reveal which ones we've actually chosen to play, uh, which will then set up the world. We're not reading the descriptions for all of them. We're going to read just the part where it says introducing, that little paragraph, the blurb at the top page on the back. So who would like to go first? Uh, Or Um, shall I, as your master of ceremony? If you would like to go first, you certainly may. So the first character I picked up is called the Hocus. And I would hope that you will all read this in your most apocalyptic delivery. I have an idea, and it's yeah. going to be real dumb, but here we go. Now, it should be crystal fucking obvious that the gods have abandoned Apocalypse World. Maybe in the Golden Age, with its one nation under God and its in God we trust, maybe then the gods were real. Fucked if I know. All I know is that now they're gone, Daddy, gone. My theory is that these weird hocus fuckers, when they say the gods... What they really mean is the miasma left over from that explosion of psychic hate and desperation that gave Apocalypse World its birth. Friends, that's our creator now. So that's the character of the Hocus. What they get is a cult. If you oh, play shit, as the Hocus, oh, You get sweet. to have followers <laughs> that you can, like, commune with at the beginning of each hour. And uh, they're going to reveal to you situations maybe beyond the perceptions of the rest of the group, uh, as well as they work a little bit like a gang, but not so much. You can't send them out on missions, but they follow you and they follow you as the Hocus. The Hocus brings in a whole lot of psychic maelstrom fuckery into the game. And uh, if you want to get weird, the Hocus is a good place to start. Mm. Connell, who did you pick up? I got the Chopper. Oh, man, you can do this like the opening to a game. Mm -hmm. Introducing the Chopper. Apocalypse world is all scarcity. Of course it is. There's not enough wholesome food, not enough untainted water, not enough security, not enough light, not enough electricity, not enough children, not enough hope. However, the Golden Age past did leave us two things, enough gasoline and enough bullets. Come the end, I guess the fuckers didn't need them like they thought they would. So, Chopper, there you are. Enough for you. <laughs> Boom. That was, that's the chopper. Uh, that was scary. That's that <laughs> so the Chopper is uh, all about the gang. They're, uh, uh, they're, they're not only going to get a motorcycle and get weapons, but they also get a, a gang as default, and you're the, you're the head of that gang. So if you want to be playing with a group of criminals, you want to be playing with a group of mercenaries or saviors uh, you can pick what they are now the gang kind of work like equipment and you can use them to attack as weapons but these are weapons with feelings and I'll be keeping track of them and they're going to be written down from my side as the rules have them as a threat because if you push them a little too hard the loyalty of your gang might turn on you and what happens when one person wants to step up and be like I'm in charge now Uh, so part of the chopper is yes you have a gang and yes you can use them against the other raiding bandits but push them too hard they might push back because uh, these, they're all going to have names, and they're all going to have backstories, and they're all going to have feelings. Uh, they're just going to be NPCs that, believe me, are going to be disposable if you want to use them that way. Um, Steve, who did you pick up? 
Uh, I have The Driver. Um, so introducing The Driver. Came the apocalypse and the infrastructure of the golden age tore apart. Roads ha- heaved and split. Lines of life and communication shattered. Cities cut off from one another. Raged like smashed anthills. Then burned. Then fell. A few living still remember it. Every horizon scorching hot with civilization in flames. Light to put out the stars and moon. Smoke to put out the sun. In Apocalypse World, the horizons are dark and no roads go to them. So the driver's interesting. Yes, they drive. But also, as a character, they are the most loner of the group. They are always going somewhere else. Mad Max, basically. And, and so where most characters will get history from each other, the driver actually won't get a lot of history with other people. Uh, they're exactly like Mad Max. They're the wandering yeah. traveler. They're just here before they go somewhere else. And so because of that, if you're going to play the driver, you've got a little bit more pressure on you to make ties with players and to make yourself indispensable to them before your character just decides to fuck off. Uh, and so while they get a car, they also are the only ones who can make, like, a by default, uh, a, a battle. Like, my other car is a tank is their move, and you can make a battle rig that isn't your regular car that you drive or your regular motorcycle. You've got something else that you have stashed away that you can bring out for big moments. And so you got your war nice. rig. A battle and, bus. <laughs> so you can bring that out. We need to have that. But beyond just also being a driver in a badass battle rig, you're also the loner of the group. You're the one who's the most detached out of everyone if, if you choose the driver. Bring out the fun bus. <laughs> I swear to God, Paul, you got this look on your face. You were like, bubbling. You were like, I, I gotta say this line. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I expected it to be like, yeah, but can it have a mustache? <laughs> which which uh, zombie movie was it where they had the bus with the chainsaws in the side? Oh, the, 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 fuck. Um, it wasn't the Dawn of the Dead later. remake. Uh, it wasn't the Dawn of the Dead remake, no. Um, it wasn't 28 Days Later. But yeah, they were stuck in a mall. And uh, oh, like, as they were getting out of the mall, they built like a small bus with like a bunch of. Isn't that the original Dawn of the Dead? No, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> well, it, was, it was a Tom Savini movie, I think. Which character did you pick up, Cassie? Um, so, so I've got here the angel. We're trying something fun here. Mm-hmm. When you're lying in the dust <laughs> of apocalypse world, guts are spilled. For whom do you pray? The gods. They're long gone. Your beloved comrades, fuckers all. <laughs> wouldn't be here to begin with. Your precious old mother, she's a darling, but she can't put an intestine back inside so it'll stay. No, you pray for some grinning kid, or veteran, or just someone with a heart shocker, and a hand with searchers, and a six pack of morphine. And when that someone comes, that's an angel. Shoutouts to people who can recognize that voice from Steven Universe. Okay, wait, you guys, wait. We have to stop recording because it's not going to get better than that. (laughs) And that's the season, everybody. Comic Ball is canceled. See you in September. Guys, guys, I think we need to step up our game. So the angel is your healer. Uh, oh, if you don't okay. have a healer, right. yeah. uh, it's yeah. actually, I don't have any um, responsibility as the master of ceremonies <sighs> to provide a healer if no one chooses the angel. Yeah. Uh, now, I may put a medic in town who will offer some barter, or I might just be like, there's no healing in this game. <laughs> you can all just 
you know, you don't just hurt. <laughs> so, that works but for also, me. if you bring in the angel, you have a healer, which means that encourages me to bring on the hurt to give the angel something to do. So it's gonna also up the danger factor in the game just by having the angel present. Uh, the angel, beyond just also helping to heal people, because of the nature of healing, if you hurt someone, they get history on you. But when you heal someone, you get history on them. There's nothing more intimate than having <laughs> someone in your arms that you're caring for. And you get to learn a lot from them. I'll explain exactly how history works in the games <laughs> we get into it. But if you remember Monster Hearts with Strings or Heat in, in Worldwide Wrestling, it's similar to that. It's, it's, it's a unique stat that is only used with your relationship to that character. But cool. we'll, we'll explain that in a minute. But the angel is as much about healing as they are about history. Oh, cool. Uh, son of a bee with So who did you pick, Bree? So I have the Skinner. Ooh. Even in the filth of Apocalypse World, there's food that isn't death on a spit, music that isn't shrieking hyenas, thoughts that aren't afraid, bodies that aren't used meat, sex that isn't rutting, dancing that's real. There are moments that are more than stench, Smoke, rage, and blood. Anything beautiful left in this ugly-ass world, Skinners hold it. Will they share it with you? What do you offer them? Ooh. So remember when I mentioned the angel was all about history? Oh, let me introduce you to the Skinner. If you bring a Skinner into the game... Skinner? Skin <laughs> the Skinners Super are... Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but in this world, the Skinners are the pimps. The Skinners are the they're 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 the they're the badgers in this world. They're the ones who have all the goods, and they are the ones who've got all the power and everything that you want. Yeah, you like, get from a Skinner, like Aurora Borealis, localized entirely in your kitchen <laughs> at this time of year. Localized entirely in your kitchen. So if you bring a Skinner into the game. Uh, you're bringing in a character that has all the favors to hand out. They they live with promises and debts and getting people on their side. I'll get I'll do this for you, but soon you're gonna have to do this for me. And if there's a if there's an economy in this world, it's run by the Skinners. Uh, cool. So uh, that's that's a character <clears throat> if you want to play someone who's got their finger in every pie. Uh, we're now going to go back to or we can go to Tom. What was a character that you picked up, Tom? Uh, I picked the Gunlugger. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to decide whether I should do a stupid voice for this or not. Answer, should we yeah. gotta try okay. to beat Cassie? The answer is consider that we're also getting into the mood of Apocalypse World. Yeah. But oh, if okay. that's the mood you want it to be... Apocalypse World is a mean, <laughs> ugly, violent place. All this society have broken down completely. What's yours is yours only while you can hold it in your hands. There's no peace. There's no stability but what you carve inch by inch out of the concrete and dirt and then defend with murder and blood. Sometimes the obvious move is the right one. The gunlugger is the simplest <laughs> character in this game. It's like, game. It's like the nerd from Robot Chicken, but evil. <laughs> so the um, the uh, the gunlugger is is maybe the the on the surface the simplest character. They are guns and blood and just following their impulses. Uh, they're the ones who are going to get a lot of weaponry. They're going to get a lot of strength in that. You bring a gunlugger to this game and you're going to be bringing combat into this game because that's just what they want to do. Uh, that said, they're, they, they may seem simple, but that gives us a real 
uh, opportunity to then cut through non-player characters and show the world through the gunlugger's crosshairs. And they have an opportunity to bring in a lot of complexity into the game through what is, on paper, at first glance, a two-dimensional character that's anything but. What's the next one you got, Connell? Hmm. I'm going to try to get back into my Ron Perlman. <laughs> or the closest thing I can manage. So, who, 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 who did you get? Fucking introducing the Maestro D. In the golden age of legend, there was this guy named Maestro. He was known for dressing up real dap, and wherever he went, the people had a much lux tune. There was this other guy named Major D. He was known for dressing up real dap, too, and wherever he went, the people had all the food they could eat and the fanciest of it. Here in Apocalypse World... Those two guys are dead. They died, and the fat sizzled off them. They died same as much luck's tune and all you can eat. The maestro D, now he can't give you what those guys did, or what they could, but fuck it. Maybe he can find you a little something-something to take off the edge. So the I Maestro like D is too. very different from the Skinner. The Maestro D falls into a category of other players that get buildings. Uh, the the Chopper and the Hocus, they get gangs. They get a cult. They get a biker gang. The Maestro D gets an establishment. They get a business that they run and a business that they offer to the other players at a cost and a, a place where you can escape from the apocalypse world. The Maestro D, where the Skinner is all about giving you what you want, the Maestro D is about distracting you about all the things you don't have. So it's it's a little bit of a different side of the same coin, uh, and and they are um, oh god they're Crowley basically. Yeah. <laughs> they're okay. showing up and going like we can make a deal. What do you want? I can help you out with some of this, some of that. They've they've got resources and they get to build an establishment as part of their character creation. That's cool. And where that establishment is or how mobile it is is, is up to the players. And now another thing too, don't worry when you're picking your character of like, well, if I got to have this, that it means that uh, you know, if I'm going to be the driver, you're going to have. I'm not going to. I'll only remove your vehicle if it really calls for the narrative. But for the most part, you will keep the things you have that make your character important. You're not going to be an angel without your angel kit. You're not going to be a, a, a maestro D without your establishment. You can't be a, a hocus without your cult. So those will then be part of the story. You will have that establishment. You don't have to worry about how that then works into my greater story arc because uh, I don't have one. <laughs> my arc is exploring the characters that you create and then pe peeling back the curtain and seeing what world we found ourselves dropped into. Uh, Steve, oh, okay. the final character you have. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I have introducing the hard holder. There is no government, no society in Apocalypse World. When hard holders ruled whole continents, when they waged war on the other side of the world instead of with the hold across the burn flat. When the armies numbered in the hundreds of thousands and they had fucking boats to hold their fucking airplanes on. That was the golden age of legend. Now anyone with a concrete compound and a gang of gunluggers can claim the title. What other authority is there? So the hard holder is whatever's left of the government. Guy's got a base. Yeah, he's got a base. <laughs> he's got not just he doesn't just have an establishment. He's not just running a business. The hardholder will start with a hardhold that will have a population of 75 to 100 people who will have a gang. He'll have resources that go with that. Whether or not the other players are a part of that hold is 
up to the other players. The uh, maybe from Walking Dead. Yeah, well, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Or uh, uh, or just Megaton or something not yeah. even like uh, uh, that. It can be something that's more improvised. Fucking Megaton. Um, and what that is, you, you, you have safety and defense behind those walls. And whether or not you are members of that hold or just passing through or captured by them <laughs> will be up to, to us to determine how that is. Because, again, if someone chooses to play the Maester D, maybe they don't want their establishment to be in the Hardholder's hold because that kind of makes you beholden to them. Maybe your establishment is a little down the road and you become like... I don't know, ten penny towers to this <laughs> megaton, and, and the two of you don't always get along. Fallout 3 was such a good game. <laughs> um, Cassie, you have, you have a second character. I do. I do have a second character. Are you do it in the same voice? <laughs> no, I, I feel like this one, this one needs a little bit of a different treatment, so we're going we're gonna to go with it. We're going to... Okay. I'm We're so gonna excited. Try. My stomach. Don't hurts. don't get don't get this excited because this is a voice I have never practiced before. So I'm oh, trying no. it on the fly. Do it. Oh, trying it absolutely oh 100 percent on the fly. Right. Away anything that can do a spit take from me. <laughs> All right. Introducing the Battle Babe. Even in a place as dangerous as Apocalypse World, Battle Babes are well, they're the ones you should walk away from, eyes down. But you can't. They're the ones like the seductive blue crackling light, you know? You mistake looking at them for falling in love. You get too close and it's a zillion volts and your wings burn off like paper. Dangerous. I'm sold. Oh, I got so, goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> so the Battle Babe sits on the same spectrum as the Gunlugger. The Battle Babe is also going to get, they're going to actually get to build a custom battle weapon. Whoa. They get to have like, and well, they can the get, they can get like the melee gun shield with like, uh, chainsaw blades and all that other stuff thrown into it, and the wow. grenade launcher. That's awesome. So yeah, the battle babe is, is is exactly it's Barbarella, it's it's uh, 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 it's Furiosa, it's all yes. those things. Like question, uh, you're, you're, you're this badass <clears throat> battle uh, warrior. Can your battle babe be a dude? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, I want Cassie. that. Just, that would be amazing. <laughs> it's just the name that they threw in there, but absolutely, and and, and they can be a dude. They can be somewhere in the middle. I mean, this is if also if your battle babe is a dude, it has to be Mikisugi from uh, Kill a Kill. The character yes. that Bree is about to read actually has an option under look as just ambiguous. Amazing. And you just uh, don't know. So when you that's when, when you get the character, you can have a look, and you can then you can circle under looks. And I would suggest because we're playing this also to present to our listeners, go with what it suggests in the book because they've been written to also fit the trope of those characters and that can give you an idea to kind of play into that character. Maybe you'll see something there that you didn't consider yourself and you picked the rules. You open up the pamphlet and you'll see some suggested names. You can pick anything you want, but look at the names to see what the style that they're going for with this character and then circle off in each of the paragraphs under looks. <clears throat> and then we'll take a little time and you can then introduce the character that is that 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 playbook. Um, Cassie. Yeah. I don't know what voice that was, but she was definitely played by Tara Strong. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, that is such a high compliment because holy crap, Tara Strong is fucking legendary. <laughs> Tara Strong, please come play on our show. Yes, please. Oh. I love you, Tara Strong. Please. Oh my God. I love you. Tara Strong, Laura Bailey, Nolan North. And Mark Mir. Well, Mark Mir, we've already had on. Yeah, but let, get him at the table. Uh, get him again. Oh, Wait, so why, no, no, why am I blanking? Dude, Rob uh, Paulson. No, no, no. Uh, okay. I keep to get Toby Proctor on here, too. Not to, oh, yes. Dude, what's his name? Uh, Troy Baker. 
Oh, Troy Baker, baby maker. Yeah. We have two more characters to introduce. <laughs> so, uh, right. and I want to keep going because we've only got half hour left in this episode. Uh, the final character wow. brought in from three. Introducing the Brainer. Brainers are the weird, psycho, psychic mind fucks of Apocalypse World. They have brain control, puppet strings, creepy hearts, dead souls, and eyes like broken things. They stand in your peripheral vision and whisper into your head, staring. They clamp lenses over your eyes and read your secrets. They're just the sort of tasteful accoutrement that no well-appointed hardhold can do without. Shit. So if you want an angel on your team, consider the brainer. <laughs> they like what? spend intimate time with patients too. The brainer is also like the hocus. Uh, is is a character that is very much about the psychic maelstrom, and uh, if you're wondering what that is, the psychic maelstrom, according to the rules here, it's everywhere, just outside your perception. And if you open your brain up to know it, you can learn things from it. It learns things from you too. If you know how, you can reach out into it to make things happen. It caused the apocalypse, or the apocalypse caused it. Nobody knows. Is that, uh, what was it in Monster Hearts? The dark place? The dark, the, yeah, gazing into the darkness. Yeah. So, okay, um, that's what this is. It, the psychic maelstrom, however, unlike that, is a very um, active force in this world. And at any right. time, you can roll to ask the maelstrom questions, which is me, the master of ceremonies. But unlike Monster Hearts, the maelstrom asks you questions when that happens as well. Ah. And it might reveal to you things that you didn't ask it for. And it's, is it alive? Is it a collection? Is it intelligent? It's intentionally left ambiguously vague. The first time you roll to open your mind to the maelstrom, I will ask you just open-ended, what is that like for you? What do you imagine that is when your character opens their mind to it? And it is okay that all five of you have a very completely different experience. In the rules, they have both dreamlike situations where vultures have the faces of the people you're looking for versus the maelstrom itself having a face and it's yours and it's staring back at you. Um, it can get as weird and trippy as you want it to be or it can be more rooted in, in, in a reality. That's up to you to decide. After you do it the first time, I'll take control of it from there. But I do want to gauge what you think this maelstrom is. The brainer is going to spend a lot of time there. <laughs> a lot of the brainer's moves, like the hocus, deals with the psychic maelstrom. And when the brainer's moves go poorly and they miss on a roll, usually the psychic maelstrom starts affecting everyone else around and they don't get to contain it anymore um and uh so <laughs> it's kind of good stuff same thing with the angel uh when the angel fails heal checks yeah. sometimes the maelstrom just kind of just pops in and and it starts interacting with the physical world nice. so the the, the psychic maelstrom is something that <laughs> I, I i expect will will we will experience through this game you have a weird stat and at any time you can tell me I'm opening my mind to the maelstrom because you need answers and you can commune with the maelstrom and you can find out those answers. Some characters might spend a lot of time there. Some characters might treat that like a desperate last measure. 
and both of those are okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we have one last character to bring in, correct? Yes. The Savvy Head. This one's really short. If there's one thing you can count on in Apocalypse World, it's things break. That's it. That's oh, the that's end of the description. <laughs> All right. Uh, nice. Every, every Apocalypse <laughs> World game yeah. has a bit of a joke that one playbook has a really short title. If you remember, the ghost from Monster Hearts just said, Spooky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else had these great big long monologues. It's just like, it's a ghost. What the fuck else the do you savvy want? Head is your head. <laughs> the savvy head ghost. has always got a project on the run. They're always building something. They're always working on something. They're always experimenting with something. The savvy head also deals with the psychic maelstrom because sometimes they build antennas and sometimes they want to study it. And sometimes they want to channel it and focus it on their enemies. <laughs> so the psychic maelstrom is can be both a supernatural force and a scientific force. And where the brainer kind of straddles both of those. The hocus is very much on the religious side. The savvy head is very much on the technical science side. Um, uh, but like the uh, maestro D and the hard holder, the and on oh, the angel as well, the savvy head gets to build a workshop. And they get to build a place where they're working on their projects. And they get to choose. Is it a garage? Is it a hospital room? Is it a back of a truck? Uh, those, those are up to the savvy head to build. Uh, and they'll have a lab that they're working out and building things. And I can't imagine anyone at this table that would find themselves comfortable with a character like that. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, I, I couldn't. I am going to be I so surprised. I have in this no room clue. That would you guys shut up, you guys. <laughs> because uh, we, we did start uh, without Tom. I wanted to hold off with these expectations. In, in past games that we've played, like with masks, I had a number of rules like, here's a few things that we need to follow if this is going to work. Now, there aren't that many in this game because there's no status quo. You don't have to be friends with these characters. It is best if you don't start as enemies. It is perfectly fine for you to become enemies, but let that happen during play. At the beginning of our story, we're at least all allies. I was about to say, you allies all know each other, could be friends or but, enemies. But you, you don't have all to right. be close friends, but you do know each other, you have worked together, you should start as allies, you might become enemies in play, but that should happen in the game. Yeah. Um, I'm already getting PTSD for Monster Hurts, man. Each character, you'll notice, <laughs> does have a sex move. It's there if it happens, really? and if it never does, yeah. that's fine as well. There's a sex move? It's up to yeah. you. <laughs> it is... Best pause for you. Did I hear that correctly? It's under, yes. it's under special. Of course it is. Oh, I was going to say, it's like mine is literally called, like, it was it a, like, hide hard holder special in the driver's special. It is you if your character uses that move at all. If it's ignored entirely for the game, that's fine. We will not be playing out the sex move when it happens. <laughs> Boo. The screen fades <laughs> to black. Oh, we're gonna we're, no. gonna we're gonna Mass Effect then? Yes. If we oh well, fine then, Captain <laughs> and Killjoy. Then we play through <laughs> if so you would like to play out the sex move, we can record that later for our Patreon supporters. <laughs> Terror oh, Warriors, fucking story time with Bree comes back. Ah, <laughs> we did have the sex move used in our Monster Hearts game, and it was actually because Steve was peering through the window into the other two characters. No, 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 no. He was watching. It was Shane that was peering through the window. <laughs> no, it was from your house into your neighbor's house. Was it? You saw yeah, Julian. I thought it was I. It was Julian and I, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> I, ah, I'm already getting mad. I'm already getting mad. This is not good. The other thing to point out 
is your characters are completely unique. There are no other savvy heads. There are no other angels. There are no other brainers. There might be other people who behave like angels and use angel kits, but you're the only angel. There might be other people who use the same tools and oh, cool. act like they're a brainer, but you're the only brainer. There might be other people who work with technology and have little laboratories and have projects, but you're the only savvy head. You are unique in this world. Uh, just because you might come across other establishments and meet other governors doesn't mean they are the same as you if you're a hard holder. Um, so just kind of have that there. Uh, when you're picking your character out, you're going to have armor. Um, if you choose two armor, that's stuff you can see. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's body armor. It's helmets. It's welding masks. It's stop signs taped to you. If you want to have a character that's just more fashionable and shows off what they're wearing without looking like they're in padded armor, that's one or lower. Um, okay. Three armor does exist in the rules, but you'll notice it's not mentioned anywhere in your characters because that would be like a bomb disposal suit, and I they're can't. also very rare in this world. But if you want to make that a project... Build power armor. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make that a project, yes, you could, actually. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, and then the last bit, too, is I got into a bit with Connell off-camera. Uh, <laughs> off-camera? Uh, you'll see that there's oddments. Oddments worth X amount of barter. One barter, two barter, three barter. Uh, there's no currency written in with the game. Everything's barter. I kind of like that. We're going to stick with that for the game. But if you want to create your own local currency, if we're running a hard hold, uh, that's totally fine, too. We'll just replace that with the barter mechanic. Um, you'll see that there's, like, if you need jingle, jingle is just another colloquial term for barter, and whenever you do a gig, the default is you always get three barter from a gig. Um, and so you're going to have to be spending barter each hour to keep up your lifestyle, or you're going to end up starving and living on the street. I'm sorry, it's every time. Uh -oh. You just said the word barter so many times that <laughs> my brain just kind of <laughs> And the last thing we broke Cassie, all right. We're not playing a traditional like, we're, like, bar, 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 we're not bar, playing bar, bar. Ravenloft. <laughs> this is not adversarial like Dungeons oh, and Dragons. Yeah. I'm oh, working man. with you. I'm fans of your characters. Yes. I will play honestly, yep. but I'm not out to get you. If I was, yeah. I would just hit an earthquake and everyone would die. Um, <laughs> But I'm I'm fans of your characters, and I want to see things happen. And yes, I want to see bad things happen to your characters, but that's part of the delicious story. Uh, I'm not out to get you. I'm just here to fuck that's with you. That's every uh, tabletop RPG. But but to a degree. I mean... If you're playing a traditional D&D <laughs> game, you're against the dungeon no. master, and they're trying to kill you in the in, in the dungeon. I've that's played a horrible games concept. where... Traditionally... That's a horrible way to play. Don't that, play D&D like that, people. That's how the mega dungeon started, man. It yeah. was like Traditionally, you're, you're that's in, how that you've works. You've got health points, you've got Experience points. You've got a certain amount of magic. You've got X amount of ammunition. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. We're not doing that now. <laughs> I, that's that's also been the norm for Terrible Warriors for the better part of three years. So uh, uh -huh. I, I'm just putting that out there as a disclaimer because again, this is like you know, apocalypse world. We're finally doing it. So <laughs> we, we've we've mentioned all the characters. We've we've put them all on the table. You've all paid your picks. Uh, Connell, who are you going to be playing? Hmm, I wonder Brain who you himself. could possibly uh, be playing. Keep the battle babe. Shut up, battle babe, battle babe, battle babe. It's self-typecast a thing. <laughs> we love you, Connell. <laughs> Man, fucking you guys suck, you guys. <laughs> You're wearing your fucking lap <laughs> 
Oh, it's my daytime lab coat. You shut up. To be fair, we're finally filming this at Con Bravo, and he's already going to be in costume. You know it. So. That's true. That's this is true. my casual at-home lab coat. We're actually going to have Dr. Carol. <laughs> I have a different lab coat for being casual coat. at home. This is house coat. This is my outside hey, you have, you lab coat, and then I have a dress lab coat. You, you, have, you have a lab smoking jacket? Yes. With slippers. I have slippers. I have three that I wear in different situations, and you shut up! No, 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 please. Please tell me, please tell me you got those, like, Godzilla slippers that make noises when you stop. Yes! (laughs) No, they were distracting, I had to stop wearing them. Ah. Connell, Connell, you're you're a gift. Uh, You're a gift, I love you, please never change. Okay, Connell's playing the savvy head. Tom, who would you like to play? I am playing the gun logger. And uh, we got guns and we've got tech. Steve. Uh, I'm going to do the hard holder. We got a base. We got, got a base. We got a base. Uh, Cassie, who are you interested in? I'm going to play the angel. You were really debating about changing over to the battle. A little bit, you? a little <laughs> bit. It was a little, I was just like, ooh, that sounds really tasty. I want to be like total. Total babe badass, just like. But I was just like, nah. You can still do that with the angel. The angel can still be. A battle babe that just happens to also heal people, right? Like, you just won't be playing the trope of the battle babe. Yeah. You can still just be a babe who goes to battle. I'm, 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 I'm still going to be the angel. Just maybe I might try. You might just wear spiky shoulders. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to be. I'm, I'm probably going to try to be a little bit of a bamf, but <laughs> not, not as I'm still going to have more of a soft side, I think. And finally, we got Bree playing the... I'm playing the brainer. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's that's part of the course. So we're all yeah. we're all picking into it. Everybody picking on me for self typecasting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I thought the battle babe would be way too typecasting for me. Fair. <laughs> it I does. Fair. It that is one hundred yeah. one hundred piece hundred. The the, yeah, the stats are be. broken up into cool, hard, hot, sharp, and weird. Uh, cool stats are everything you're going to use when you're under fire, when you're uh, trying to be rational and clear of thinking, acting calm. It's going to be mostly used for the move, do something under fire. So, And that doesn't necessarily mean people are shooting at you. It's whenever you're in a critical charged moment where you're having to think calm under pressure, that's where the cool stat comes in. Hard is hard-hearted. Violent, aggressive behavior is your strong willingness your mean streak. It's how physical you are. It's your strength. Uh, whenever you go aggro uh, on someone, which is when you attack them before they're actually attacking you, uh, you, uh, uh, you're acting violent, you're going to be rolling your hard stat into that. Hot is your attraction. It's your subtleness. It's your grace. It's your sexiness. It's how much you inspire people. It's your excitement. You roll hot whenever you choose to seduce or manipulate someone. Sharp is your wittedness, your cleverness, how alert you are, how smart you are. Whenever you want to read a person or read a situation, you'll be rolling your sharp stat. And finally, the weird stat is your psychic weirdo genius stat. It's how uncanny you are. It's how lucky you are. It's how strange and prophetic you are. Whenever you open your brain to the world's psychic maelstrom, you're absolutely right. You're going to roll weird. And a lot of the rolls with the brainer, she rolls weird instead of anything else. <laughs> so uh, when uh, sometimes when the brainer wants to seduce and manipulate someone, they can roll weird instead, instead of hot, and, uh, and, and just completely mess with you because it's got nothing to do with their physical attraction, everything to do with the weird psychic brain waves coming out of their 
dead dark eyes. Oh, boy. And then their final stat is history. And history isn't going to have anything yet because we're going to fill that in with characters. But it repla- it means your shared history with a character. It doesn't necessarily mean how well you get along or how long you've known each other. It just means how much of a read you have on them. How well do you know them right now? And the history is going to move up and down as you really get in their head or as you get out. Whenever history gets to four, it resets back to one and you get experience. Whenever it drops to negative three, it resets back to zero and you also get experience. And it doesn't mean you know them less, it just means you've now gone to another stage in that history with them. And in the way that a brother knows, you know, you know your brother better than you know your coworker mm. uh, is the example they give. Um, and so, as you level up your history, you level up your character as well. Cool. So there's a real incentive there to get experience through that. The three ways you can get experience in the game are whenever you roll with a move of a highlighted stat, and we'll highlight the stats of the very last thing we do before we start the game. Uh, the player who knows you the most will highlight a stat, and then I will highlight the second stat. And you'll Everyone will have two stats that will have a highlight on them, and roughly every hour we'll change up the highlights if Mm. someone wants that. What does that do? And whenever you roll using that stat, you always get experience, regardless if it's a hit or a miss. As long as you're using. So that is a real, like, it's a a, a direction from the table on how we want you to play your character. And I'm not going to pick... A stat you're not going to use. If it, it, I, if the brainer doesn't have a weird stat highlighted, we're probably not doing something right. Yeah. Um, right. Whereas you know the savvy head, maybe it's cool, maybe it's hard, maybe it's sharp. Uh, but that'll be up to sort of us to choose. Um, and and so you always get experience every time you roll a move that uses your highlighted stat. You get experience whenever you're. History maxes out at four or bottoms out at negative three. Uh, And there are certain moves that always give you experience points. The Savvy Head actually has one if you choose that move. Whenever you give someone advice and they follow that advice, you get experience. Yep. <laughs> and, and, and what's uh, great is you get to decide what that advice is. Yeah. And o- not, not me. It's, it's oftener, right? I'm, I'm right often or oftener. <laughs> Is when a character comes to you for advice, you tell them what you honestly think. Yeah, you should go do that course. thing. And if they do it, then they take a plus one on any rolls that they make doing that thing, and you get experience. <laughs> Even if that thing is really bad advice, as long as they do it, if they, do they it. get a forward on the roll, and you always get experience. Yep. So there's like... <laughs> so which you're is, just going to give people bad advice constantly? But this is the thing, I'm, like, I'm an ideas he's, guy. He's the crazy doctor going, I got an idea. You should <laughs> go do this, right? So that's... Uh, uh, as we go through now, uh, explaining the stats, hopefully it's giving you enough time to look through the <coughs> set. Um, Do I get oh all man. of these abilities? You don't get all you're, the abilities. It's going to say on the move sheet. Uh, you're Rocket Raccoon asking for people's prosthetic libs. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> under under, under moves, under, it'll tell you how many Under you moves, oh, okay. which is on the inside of your playlist, oh, it okay. says you get all the basic moves and you'll choose two Skinner moves. And I have actually printed out um, the basic moves. Oh, I, so I picked two of these. Okay. As well as your special playbook moves, every player gets a basic move sheet. Every player has those moves. I also have moves uh, that you can read if you want to have a moment uh, for battling, Mm -hmm. for road war, and for dealing with harm. So these are things, these are more supplemental. You don't have to read them now. Uh, They're going to be dealing more when we enter into a battle or if we end up using vehicles. (laughs) We'll be using those pages as well. Uh, these These are a lot of fun. At the beginning of the session, roll plus weird on a 10 plus. If hold one plus one, what does that mean? 
And at any time, either you or the MC can spend that hold you already have with the proper tools and knowledge or without any clear expectation, you are there. If your hold was one plus one, you take a forward now along with being there. So you spend your hold and you get a forward in that scene. Okay. And the forward is a plus one to your a role in that scene. Um, you and just on a decided miss, to bring some tools and it happens that you needed a, those. But on a miss with Bonefeel, the MC holds that one and spends it whenever they want to have you already there, but you're already pinned, trapped, or caught. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so it turns back on you. So it's a way for, like, maybe the brainer's sneaking into a base, and the brainer shows up, and you're already there, and you're already setting the trap for her, and everything's ready, and you've got all the equipment. <laughs> or you're already there, but you're tied down to a chair, and you're being like, interrogated you're by like, that base's brainer. Hi. <laughs> oh, hey. Get me out of here. <laughs> so it's, it's funny you should... Funny you should show up. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or you snuck in and you got yourself pinned with like a big piece of rebar and you're like, I'm stuck here now. All this, all this rebar is pushed down on me. Oh, man. This looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So who would like to introduce their character now, their I'm, name, I'm how they look? Let's just go clockwise then. Okay. Yay. So what, who's your, what's your PC's name? So my PC's name is Pity. Ooh. Which is actually one of the offerings in the book that I oh. really liked. There's some really good ones for brainers that are offered in here. Okay. Um, so then under look, um, I've actually just circled all things that they offered me in the book because it was really nice. I liked it. Um, so they offer you gender, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, cho- I chose ambiguous, <laughs> wearing one of the choices it gave me was fetish slash bondage wear. <laughs> so I chose that. So you Pity would. is wearing uh, a pale leather catsuit, but it's covered in, like, brownish-red stains that might be mud. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. say it's mud. Maybe. Just hey, your clothes you got know. a bunch of rust on them. Never mind. <laughs> I'm curious to know what stats you chose to give yourself. Which set did you uh, So I chose the set that's cool plus one, hard minus two, hot plus one, sharp plus two, weird plus two. Cool. All right. And... Um, and then, Describe to me the gear you have. Uh, so the, I'll just go, I'll finish look oh, real yeah. quick because there's still a couple oh, more. Got some more things. So, um, so then I went with bony face, pale eyes, and an awkward angular body. So I'm thinking like a cross between, uh, you know, Nuada from the second Hellboy movie and like a really high fashion model. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. No, I'm feeling that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, so under gear, uh, I was allowed one small fancy weapon, so I have scalpels. Scalpels? <laughs> and then two brainer gear, and one, and the, <laughs> the brainer gear I took, the one is deep earplugs, which it says protects the wearer from all brainer moves and gear. So wow. I can give that to someone in a situation and be like, yeah, here, put, put these, these in on. for a second, close your eyes, I'm happy too. And like, don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. And then the other thing I chose because I saw the name and I was just like, well, I'm done, is the violation glove. Ooh. <laughs> what is that? And it says, for purposes of brainer moves, mere skin contact counts as time and intimacy. So all I have to Damn. do is touch someone. She doesn't have to get alone. She doesn't need to get you tied to a table. All she has to do is touch your skin and... 
She Hilarity and tears. So which merch did you pick? Fade to black. <laughs> she knows what your internet browser I'm is. Just <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you I'm think? I'm just imagining a movie that just help. fades to black every time she accidentally touches someone. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I chose was uh, a natural lust transfiction. What? Which is when you try to seduce someone, roll weird instead of hot. Mm. Oh God. That's great. Um, and then yeah. the other one I chose, I was going between two, and I wound up choosing in-brain puppet strings. So when you have time and physical intimacy with someone, which, remember, is now just a touch, um, you can plant a command inside of their mind. Roll plus weird. On a 10, hold three. On a 7 and 9, hold one. At your will, no matter the circumstances, you can spend your hold one for one to inflict one harm, or they take a minus one. If they fulfill your command, that counts for all your remaining hold. On a miss, you inflict one harm upon your subject to no benefit. So, <clears throat> to give you an idea of how much harm works, with an NPC, the average NPC is going to have two harm, and then they're probably going to die. So, whereas uh, the PCs, you get up to three harm before you start dying, and then you get three more stages where you can, you're, you're, you're real hurt, but we can still bring you back. Um, NPCs have all those same stages, except they just die earlier, because they're more squishy. Uh, the brainer is going to have the ability to just simply touch your skin with this glove and then be like, follow me. And then if you <laughs> don't follow, you start bleeding from the ears. Oh, jeez. Right, because having to resist Son that implanted command bitch. means it's going to physically hurt you. Uh, and uh, Or um, if it's more like, you know, Come to my defense, maybe, and and she does it on a bad guy who's in the room. Uh, that 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 villain or that enemy, is, if they don't come to their defense, they're going to take a negative one to whatever role they're going to do that is anything other than defending her. So uh, there's things like that. Planting commands are fun. Um, she. But can I mention um, there is a brainer special which allows me to have one more move. Um, the last move is actually a deep brain scan. Which is like a really intense yeah, you only move, but that. only only if I'm having sex with someone, basically. But that's why I didn't pick that move as my like default move, is because I can get it anyway. She could have done deep brain scan <laughs> though true. if she had just spent time alone with someone. But now she can only do it if she actually uses it as a sex move. Which is why I chose a natural lesson. Whenever the brainer has sex with someone, they get to scan their brain and learn all their browsing history. And so. <laughs> Uh, so that's Jesus. A lot or, of cats in here. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or, or if I miss, they just start like bleeding from the eyes. Like they take one harm if I miss on so that, that roll. So that's the <laughs> so, story. That's the story that's of pity. Uh, Tom, introduce your character to us. Oh, I thought we were going clockwise. Okay. Um, my character is Nelson, first name Ken, aka Rocky. He hates that nickname. <laughs> he usually, um, he usually <laughs> prefers most people just call him Nelson. Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I sneaked a reference in there. See who uh, can figure it out. Um, he's He's got, like, scrounged, mismatched armor. Mm -hmm. He's got, like, a scarred face. He kind of looks like a shorter version of the mountain from uh, Game of Thrones. Okay. Oh um, with a little bit of Tom Hardy and Mad Max because we're playing Apocalypse World and he has kind of dead gray eyes. Yeah. Uh, okay, the stats I picked was uh, plus one cool plus two hard, uh, minus two hot, plus two sharp, and weird minus one. Um, and the the moves I picked out were Insano like Drano, which gives me plus one hard, so I'm at plus three. 
Uh, battle hardened. When I act under fire or when I stand Overwatch, I roll hard instead of cool. And blood crazed. Whenever I inflict harm, I inflict plus one harm. And uh, your gear. Okay, I have a silenced weapons, right? sniper rifle, a mm-hmm. uh, shotgun, a magnum, and mini knives. I s- it has the word infinite there. I, am- I assume that just means if I lose knives, I'm covered. The idea is that you can drop your knives as an item, mm-hmm. but if you're just individual knives, are they're throwaways. You can, you okay. can toss them, you can throw them, you can stick them into things, and that's fine. Uh, but you, you, you don't have an infinite item right. of knives. You have infinite knives in your item of knives. So you're 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 not gonna run out if you're if you're throwing them out of your bag, but you can drop your whole bag of knives. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So you don't have to count them. You're not gonna run out of ammunition when it comes to knives, but you can trade all your knives. Yeah. Okay. It also says that I start with oddments worth two barter, so I just decide my character likes to hoard uh, canned food. Yeah, well the brainer starts with oddments worth eight barter. Yeah, so So I mean, she's got a lot going on. It's really easy when you just take people into a room and they never come back out. <laughs> Are you Bilquis? <laughs> Are you American God's Bilquis? Okay. Um, right. No one's watched the show, I guess. I watched. Been, well, no. I watched two episodes. I've been watching American Gods. People who have sex with Bilquis just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> off to the vagina. Oh nebula. yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. I haven't seen American to... Gods, oh, but I have read one. a bit of it. Yeah, vagina yeah, yeah, yeah. space. <laughs> so uh, I want to get to. I'm gonna get to Connell and Steve last because they're gonna have the most things I need to add into the yep, uh, sure. the map. Uh, so, uh, Cassie. Yo. Um, tell me about your angel. Cool. What's her name? So, uh, my name is Magnolia Stone. <laughs> nice. Uh, also known as Nurse Maggie. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> uh, female. Um, she wears sort of like a mix of like casual wear with, with quite a bit of utility. Um, she's got a kind face with bright eyes and a compact body, so she's kind of... Small and unassuming, but is really capable at what she does. Your mercy. Yeah. 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 I'm mercy. <laughs> you're you're bringing mercy. your mercy game. Yeah. Um, Except if mercy was like small. <laughs> small. Very, small. very small girl. Small. <laughs> <laughs> mercy Kirby. <laughs> Not that small. <laughs> like if mercy and used, May you, were mixed together. Yeah, maybe if mercy. <laughs> that's, that's Kirby small. Yeah, like if May was Macy. cosplaying Mercy. Yeah, Macy. Macy. That's adorable. I don't know why I pictured Nurse Joy, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's uh, yeah. picking picking out the the kind of characters that I like to play and my so, sensibilities. That's a fair assessment. You got your angel <laughs> kit. Let everyone know what your angel kit is. My angel kit. Holy crap! There's a lot of stuff in here. Uh, actually. You don't have to list it all off, but it's give it a. I just want you to explain to the players. So I don't have to do all the explaining. So it's basically just like my stuff that I use to heal people. What makes them no longer do the bleeds? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! What the fuck? That Thank was... you for putting your phone on silent. Do not disturb I did put it on silent. It's just an alarm that I didn't realize so, was set. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It was awesome. <laughs> the angel, it was a good choice for ringtone. The angel kit is your sutures, your bandages, it's 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 uh, yep. syringes, morphine, everything you need to bring someone back to life. Now it's also huge. Um, oh yeah. It it fits there into is, the trunk of a car. There is so much stuff if in here. Got, it's ridiculous. If you got your full angel kit with you, it fits into the trunk of a car and is worth six stocks, which means you can use it six times. Bringing back someone who's untenable, each stock is basically one harm check on your harm clock. 
so you can spend up to three stock each time you tend to someone with your angel kit. Uh, if you wanted to, Cassie, carry it on your back, you can split your kit up into a backpack, but you're only going to have three stock left. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be big. It's going to be heavy. Yeah. Uh, or you can take up like half the trunk of a car. If you want to have it a lot more mobile, more like a field kit, you can take it with just a single stock or, or one or two, but you're going to have to have it primed and ready before you leave. Whereas the full kit as it is, you just unroll it and away you go. you are basically got a mobile medic tent ready to, to happen. Yeah. You also do have um, uh, a medic. Like you, you, you have um, a workshop, don't you? Uh, I have a workshop if I took that angel move. Oh, okay. And I did not. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So you, yeah, you're you're yeah. just you're a more mobile uh, uh, angel, but the angel would yeah. have had the opportunity, like the savvy heads workshop, but it would be for people instead of things. Yeah. And so, and it basically treats itself the same way, but it, it's optional. You yeah. Go you you have an 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 infirmary. What moves did you go with? Uh, I went with professional compassion, which means you can roll plus sharp instead of rolling history when you help someone who's rolling. Okay. Uh, and I also chose battlefield grace. While you're caring for people and not fighting, you get plus one armor. Cool. And yeah, and that's actually one of the only ways to get uh, extra armor um, is, is unique to the angel. If you're, if you're When you're under fire and you're helping to tend to someone, you get a bonus defense because you're playing into that role and you're, you're, you're shielding yourself and you're taking cover. You get an extra armor to it. Yep. Um, which is kind of great. It fits into like that cinematic role of the, of the, of the war medic. Yeah. Um, and were those, uh, those were all the, was there any additional gear you get to choose along with the angel kit? Uh, one practical weapon, uh, which I chose the stun gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, oddments worth two barter, so not a whole heck of a lot, okay. but it's something. All right, so. And uh, fashion suitable to your look, including at your option, a piece worth one armor. Um, and that can be just what you just described what you were wearing. Yeah, basically. Already. Yeah, because one armor doesn't change your outward appearance. You can just, it's all kind of, it's, it's a leather jacket. It's, yeah. yeah. It's your clothing that's out there. It's whatever it is. Whereas if it's two armor, that's more um, noticeable. It's, mm-hmm. if you're obviously wearing armor. You're walking around in a big suit. Mm. So, uh, uh, Connell, we move to the savvy head. Okay. Um... All right, what do you, where do you want me to start First, here? your name. I actually haven't been able to pick a name yet. Do you need to help? Uh, well, I mean, Does it yeah. start with doctor? <laughs> it might. Also, shut up. <laughs> I'm just trying to be like... I'm, I'm thinking t Watts. Whoa. Like, whoa. whoa. Excuse me. podcast name. Old podcast name. <laughs> wowie, wowie, I don't want to go with anything obvious like Dr. Jameson Junkenstein, but... You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has, like, yeah, the names that it suggests for the Quite normal, like Whitmont, Emmanuel, Joshua, Cullen, Spectre, Dylan. Oh, yeah. Spectre. I don't know. I I like Nils. Nils? Nils. Or or Whitmore. I like Whit. Leon. I I also like Bird. It does have Justin as a suggested name. (laughs) (laughs) Justin. Justin. Right there. Tell us, Justin. (laughs) Tinkerdite. I like, okay. okay. (laughs) Sorry, I've been playing Shovel Knight. Emmanuel (laughs) Budrick. (laughs) 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 This fucking silly fucking names. (laughs) You know what? Emmanuel Goldman, I think I'll take. Nice. Dr. Gold. Manuel. I like it. Doc. Doc Manny Goldman. Jewish doctor. Oh my god. (laughs) Wait, Goldman is a Jewish name. 
It, I don't I know think it's dogs, right? There's no universities left. Do, in the do you want a fucking you laser on the roof, or don't you? <laughs> Here we go. It's a, it's a, it's a fuck so, off laser. Oh, fuck off laser. Fuck sorry, big laser. fuck off. Yeah, no. You got Doctor, a laser. Why don't you yeah. use it? Emmanuel Goldman, also known as Dr. Gold, usually walks about wearing sort of plate junk armor. That he's sort of like cobbled together. It actually looks pretty sophisticated, despite being made out of car parts so it's and things armor like too. that. Um, yeah, beautiful. Um, it's it's a lot like if you've played uh, Fallout New Vegas, the uh, the Rangers that walk around in like the trench coat that have the body armor on underneath mm-hmm. that. It's very much that look, but the trench coat's the white lab coat with the collar up, and then instead of wearing a helmet, he's got large goggles and a breather mask that he has on. Mm-hmm. Uh, very rarely, if at all, some people have seen him with his goggles up and his mask off. But he usually has them on when he's working and or when he's out in the field, and that's almost the only time that people see him. Um, his hair is crazy, and he has very expressive eyes. He's, he's, I wouldn't have guessed Also, eyes. shut up the so, fuck up. So, uh, <laughs> describe to me uh, your workshop. Because that's oh, yes. the big one. Uh, the workshop is uh, a basement area full of weird-ass electronica, machining tools, and... I was, I was gonna... <laughs> Yeah, well, I wanted to say a trucker van just so that at some point I could turn to someone and be like, we'll talk about it in the van. <laughs> Dude, oh, wait, oh, don't worry. That moment will happen. Yeah. No, it's we'll more like, go to the basement. The van. Dude, I'm sorry. Get when, the van. That's the second time you said weird-ass electronica. Just think of, like, really, really bad, like, imitation Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a literal like with garage band. It's an actual <laughs> dead mouse in the corner of the room. <laughs> and then everybody's just like, why do you have a dead rodent over there? It's just like, no, but the music's good. And no one else can hear it but him. He and he's it. just like, he can you hear it mouse. though? Is it good? He made the mouse a tiny gas mask. <laughs> just a tiny little blinking gas mask. A little, little tiny blinking gas mask on the dead mouse. And just so, be like, yeah, but the beats are good. How's the rest <laughs> of your workshop? You got, you got, Get in the um, cart, pig. So, the, so those are the three things. It's a basement, electronica, and machining tools. Uh, it's, it's machining tools. And um, I didn't know if I wanted to pick up a proving range or a relic of the golden age past. Um, and if you would allow it, I was going to have the relic of the Golden Age past actually be, be his arm. So his prosthetic uh, arm. Well, you're not from, oh, oh the arm. The, the arm that he arm has, yeah, from, like his, la- his arm past. that he has is like a robot arm that was part of, and that's his main focus of his research is like improving his arm. I'm going to say that the prosthetic arm you're wearing is something you've reverse engineered from the relic you keep in your workshop. Which is like the Which fucking is, Terminator it's, it's arm. It's way more, yeah, it's a way more, it's way too <laughs> like advanced. The, the Cyberdyne Systems no, Terminator you know? arm in a glass exactly. tube style yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're like, well, you're also like uh, Captain Jack with the, the, the dog. Doctor's hand in the bubbling jar, right? You've got yeah. this. Yeah, the that's, fucking, that's this thing. Or either yeah, has the best joke ever, or she's just no, desperate to you talk. Know, do you know the you the like useless robots like YouTube channel, right? It's like, what is this? real bad like, at its job. What's it do? It's the it like standard. picks up a hot dog and smashes it repeatedly into a dummy's head, and it's just like it does that. No, that, that's his arm. That's the arm that he built. Like, <laughs> um, what is it? Treasure Planet, like the uh, the oh, the pirate guy yeah, that had like the big robotic arm yeah, that could yeah. like change into different tools and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I was looking for something like that, and then he'd also have a prosthetic leg on the opposite side. So yeah, well, I, 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 I'm gonna say that's leg. not something yeah. that you're gonna have on you because the prosthetic arms, as we, we didn't get a chance to get into, we'll do it between episodes. Is just it, it doesn't give you anything extra. Okay, it does exactly what an arm does. It, it just, just looks bad. It just means that you don't have one arm. Okay. Uh, but but it, it 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 
it can it's aesthetic, but it's also it it's it's functional in that it behaves exactly as an arm is supposed to behave, and that's all it is. Can that uh, be my, one of my projects though? Is that I'm building up stuff on my prosthetic? Yeah, item? and in fact, you're <laughs> using the relic, and this was the the first part was just building the arm in the first place to replace your old arm. We can get into how you lost your arm, um, <laughs> but the uh, the uh, the the relic you have from the golden age is like this cyber arm uh, with. Maybe it's got bits of flesh on it and that, and it's or, all just kind of sitting there. But you've been, you, you, you're looking at it, and, and because there's no one knows how this stuff works. Yeah. And no one knows, you know, how, oh, what it is. Oh. But you're slowly taking from it and yeah. trying to build I have an, things I have from an the idea. technology you've gained. So the relic of, relic of the past. So basically, like, you could have it as, you, all, you, you have, like, you didn't lose an arm. You found some sort of prop from an old superhero movie of an Iron Man type suit that literally the arm doesn't do anything but lights up and you're and you're enhancing it to be able to make it make it better. No, like that's actually, not, I'm gonna say, no. This is this is I I kind of liked where this this cyber like, cause, found because parts because of an actual the robot thing with this is, is it can also tie into the mystery of the apocalypse and the psychic maelstrom and there's you know maybe whoever lost that arm is gonna come back looking for it. Uh, there's, <laughs> oh, okay. there's gonna All be right. um, uh, I, 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 and I like that we keep the origins of this thing, this relic, ambiguous. So yeah. we can we can see where that is. But uh, uh, certainly um, I'm gonna put that. Uh, there on this on what it's called the threat he's, map. He's he's trying to like so his project uh, that we're gonna like after workspace the projects he's working on is he's trying to and basically enhance and improve the robotic arm that he's got. Okay. Um and working on just improving his armor as well. So like the arm and, and the the, yeah, the, the plate, plate gear that he that. wears. So you've got both. You're missing an arm and a leg. Yeah, his his left arm and his right leg. Okay. Um, and I don't know if I could All do right, like his. Full metal. I was going to say. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Was oh, that? Is that? Is, that, yeah. is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! I thought it was on the same side. Like it was left and, uh, and left. I, might, I could be wrong. It's been a couple years. Yeah. No. Because I wanted to try to go like opposite sides. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. An arm and a leg. Um, Did you turn your younger brother into a big robot giant man? Maybe that's what I'm looking. That's maybe that's the fucking relic nobody, that I've got. Nobody let him have a dog or a child. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's a dog and a child. One, one of if you look, one of your improved. Is you can get a pet. No! Don't do it! No! No! My heart! I can't take it. He'll have to level up first. Everyone, um, follow his advice. Yeah. <laughs> what moves did you pick? Uh, oh yeah, so the the, the moves that I got, I got uh, often are right. So if I do give people advice, they get to roll plus one on when they're doing that thing. I love that. I really then I get experience. That one. I didn't know what else to pick up though. I'm stuck between bone feel and spooky intense. Uh, bone feel is that thing where I get to roll at the beginning of a session, and there's a chance that I'll end up showing up to wherever it is that we're going with you all the gear that we in need. Things speak. Um, no, that's more like you pick things up and then you like listen to what the thing says that's, to you. That's the only lovers and left alive. Like this is where this guitar th- is from. Yeah, it's yeah, dead like, zone stuff. Yeah, like yeah. some dead zone stuff. And I was like, that's cool. But if I want to take the character in a much more technical direction as opposed to like uh, tech, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like tech seance stuff, like tech psychic. If I want to yeah. go more towards the tech, I was gonna think either Bonefield. The Savvy Head Sex Special sp- is basically things speak, but for people, and you yeah. still get to ask those same questions. What's you say? Because like I don't have to take person. things speak for the sex special to still work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. And you're not interested in reality's fraying edge. A component of your workspace is uniquely receptive to the psychic maelstrom. We could make that the arm. Mm. And the arm is almost an antenna. Well, that's the thing, though, is that I don't know directly what that does. No spooky one does. In, spooky intense means I get to roll my weird stat instead of uh, cool for when I'm doing things like if I'm under fire, standing overwatch, or baiting a trap. 
Uh, and then Bonefield is like, I just happen Spooky to show up to a place with is, the stuff we need. Spooky yeah, Intense yeah. Is, is the Rick Sanchez move. It, <laughs> you're, you're being weird instead of cool in any given charge situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, or you just pick Deep Insight and you get your weird to plus two. Da, 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 Morty. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm stuck between Bonefield and Spooky Intense. You know, I'm gonna go fucking spooky. I kind of like Bonefield because it gives me moves. To I, use I do you. really like Bonefield. Like yeah, it can fail spectacularly. Yeah, okay, you know what? Let's, <laughs> for the sake of fun, let's go for that. Let's so go for, for Bonefield. everyone else to I have know, Bonefield um, bone is a weird move from the savvy head, where at the beginning of every session, when we start, especially when we start the next episode, on a ten, they roll their weird stat. On a ten, they get to hold one plus a forward one, uh, and uh, at a seven to nine, they only hold one. Uh, at any time, either the savvy head or the MC can spend that hold to have the savvy head already there. <laughs> with the proper tools and knowledge with or without any clear explanation of why. He's like, where'd you come from? But <laughs> on a miss... Sneaking into a base and he's on the other side of the fence already. But on a miss, like, the MC around, gets confused. the hold. <laughs> and they're already there whenever the MC says they are, but now they're pinned, <laughs> caught, or trapped. Uh, so I just pull I'm like the cane that pulls you into a scene Yeah. so it's a great way if you're working in your workshop to always like oh I want to be in this scene now Yeah. and you can spend the whole to be in that scene <laughs> and then I like you're it. just there I like it. you just walk out of the toilet and you're like oh hey what's going on I've already got all the pa- traps set up and I got a motion detector on the door <laughs> just in the washroom all along there's a distant dull explosion and you see him coming through the window <laughs> You should always like walk in with a, like a puff of smoke in behind him. <laughs> oh, I see you've already arrived. Um, cool, ah, you're already here. Good. And uh, uh, that is uh, all for now. We're gonna come back to you. You also have um, uh, you start with a six barter that yep. you can spend the oddments. And then the the other gear was the arm and the leg, and then the body armor. Yeah, uh, the breather I'm gonna, mask. I'm gonna, and I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna figure out your some rules kind for your of prosthetics. Gun. The prosthetic rules are at the back of the book. We'll oh shit! Okay, that. cool. Uh, we'll, we'll fill that in uh, between Sweet. episodes. Um, we've got the gun lugger, the savvy head, the brainer, the angel. We have only left the hard holder. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> So, uh, hi, Steve. I'm really far away. Hi. <laughs> so, Steve, uh, first, your name. Uh, I'm going with uh, Simon Bishop, um, but uh, uh, outside of the walls of my base, uh, my legend of name is uh, Mother Superior. <laughs> okay. Just because. <laughs> I, I like the name. It was funny. Okay. Um, he basically... Uh, so it, we're not in a castle. We're in a giant old cathedral. That's yeah. where we, we, like, battle, we battle-readied this big old church. We've, like, <laughs> yeah. slow, like giant, like, armor plating. We've, we've barred up the windows. Yeah. But it's this old, like, big old church on a hill yeah. that we've turned into uh, the hard hold. Yeah. Part of the roof has collapsed in, but it's been refortified. Battle church. Yeah, battle church. Fine bus. Um, <laughs> so when you need to gear up, you get thee to a nunnery. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say you don't want to know what happens in the confession. No brainer knows. That's where the brainer goes. That's where her domain works. If you're ever looking for pity, go to the fucking confessional booth. <laughs> and she's just sitting in yeah. fucking Tell hands. me your oh, that, I think that is that is now where you're gonna be Tell stationed. me your sins. Uh, okay, so basically his like he so you get uh, leadership and wealth. Yeah. Well, so actually, well, I was gonna say my my what my character looks like. He uh, his sort of his accoutrement yeah, is yeah. that uh, he actually loves 
sort of, again, like kind of like using the Mother Superior, kind of the church. He loves that kind of old school, like Catholic, religious sort of uh, like mentality. No, actually, no, I'm dressed like a, Battle like Pope? I, uh, no. Battle I have a, like a priest, uh, priest collar with a black, uh, black shirt. And then, a, but I also found an old, like, Colonel's jacket that has, like, um, why aren't you dressed like a Mother Superior? Like, I just want to see Simon no. Bishop dressed in, like, the habit and, like, the big, like, um, yeah. Battle Pope. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm liking the, I'm liking okay. the Battle Pope. Battle Pope. Battle Pope. <laughs> you know what? what? The Battle Pope dress like a We have a gear up montage in the third hour where he gets into Battle Pope. But Battle Pope uh, could be my armor, like that so, that basically outfit, because so, he's he's got to like have a use for that uh, that mobile keep cart on, thing. Keep it on focus. I want to get I want to get to the end. Uh, of this so yeah, so he's found like an old like Colonel's kind of outfit, like a uh, jacket with has like a bunch of like medals uh, uh, fastened on it. He's got like a, a bandolier type belt with a bunch of bullets, and then like two very large like. Um, kind of like Colt Peacemaker guns. Nice. And then a giant, like, I, I can't remember what the kind of knife it is, but it's the Crocodile Dundee. This a is not, that's Bowie not a knife. knife. Bowie knife, yes. Yeah. And he has that uh, with him as well. Um, so I've, do you want me to go through stats or what do we go through? Uh, well, uh, we're gonna, we'll skip over that for now. Okay. I need to know about your holding. Okay, so the holding, um, I got to choose four, uh, four, uh, four positives, one, uh, two negatives. So I, uh, oh, but the default you get uh, 75 to 150 souls. Yep. Four gigs, a mix of hunting, crude farming, and scavenging, uh, a makeshift compound of concrete, sheet, metal, and rebar, which obviously we figured out is See a church. Um, your gang gets one plus one armor. Uh, an armory of scavenged and makeshift weapons, a garage of four utility vehicles and four specialized battle vehicles, yep. uh, a gang of about 40 violent bastards. Um, but what I also, addition, I chose, the, basically, I've changed the population to small. It's war so boys. So it's fi- uh, 50 to 60 uh, souls. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, it's war boys. <laughs> so I want you to write down there under your holding, under want, type anxiety. Anxiety, okay. Write in anxiety under want and hungry. And hungry? Yeah, you got those two tags. Anxious and hungry. That's only when your when your holding goes into want into Same. into. Okay. Into, <laughs> um, uh, and I also added for for gigs uh, at a manufactory. Um, oh and then God. also uh, I also added your gang is well disciplined. What yes. was your second choice there in the four? My second choice is uh, add a manufactory. Okay, so add under mm. want idle. Idle. And. The next bit there. Uh, your gang is well disciplined. So it says drop unruly, but yeah. So you're yeah. Originally, your done. gang would have had unruly um, under uh, under that, uh, but now they're just so two we're just a gang of forty bastards. Yeah. Um, and what's your fourth option? Uh, your compound is tall, deep, and mighty of stone and iron. Your gang gets two armor when fighting against defense. Yes. Uh, and then the last uh, negative is uh, your garage is for shit. It has only four vehicles, and only two of them are suitable for battle. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to say the old gang, uh, There's a, there's and they just call themselves old gang, and they're outside the walls of the church. They broke those vehicles in the garage. They looted some of the stuff. They took some of your supplies. They It was a schism in your gang. Right. And, uh, and they, they now are out in the countryside uh, uh, in the, uh, out in the wastes just outside the walls of the church. Right. And uh, uh, they're rolling around in the vehicles they stole and the parts that they took. And they're, right. the, they're the former members. Excuse me, former members of the of the gang that were in the church, right. and uh, the the whole you're in right now is dealing with um, 
the loss of that, that sort of betrayal and mutiny that happened. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was something that happened quite recently in uh, in the history of, of this base. Uh, is, the, is there a name for your hold? We want to give it. Do we want to just call it Bishop Town? I'll come up with one in the uh, in the next episode. I'll come up with one. Do we by all then. want to come up with a name now? What what do we want to call the hold? Oh, the place that we live in, sanctuary. It's a church. Ooh, I okay, like that. So? Yeah, sanctuary. The holding of Thanks, sanctuary. Uh, Seemed fitting. Yeah. And I am often right. <laughs> <laughs> Mark experience for Steve taking your advice. Uh, hey. <laughs> I don't care. That's fine. No. It works. Um, <laughs> now, do I, you want me to say what the uh, moves? Yeah. Okay. Is that so, how you do that when you mark experience? You just fill in the thing until yeah, until it's full, uh, until and then it's full, and then you get a thing, and it resets you. And then it resets. Um, all right. So I get uh, so I get all the basic moves plus I get both my uh, heart hold moves, which. Uh, the first one is leadership. When you have two yeah, orders, we don't have time to read them out. Oh, but leadership yeah, and wealth. Leadership and wealth, and when we, you know what they read, so when they trigger, we'll deal with them. But a lot of them are at Sweet. the beginning of each of your session. You're gonna have to roll for wealth, and whenever you give your gang uh, orders in advance, regroup, hold position, or hold discipline, or to put their damn backs into it. Um, that's that's what leadership is for. So that's nice. that's that's the role you make whenever you're telling your gang to do something. Okay. Um, and as well as you've got you've got a lot of barter and options. You can also do gigs, so you can get more barter for your holding. Um, and uh, but like your gigs can be things like um, uh, when you have gifts. Here's what my count as a gift: uh, a month of hospitality, including base. You actually don't do gigs. You do. Um, I, I do uh, gifts. Your holding provides you your day to day living. So while you're there governing it, you need not spend barter for your lifestyle at the beginning of the session. You're the only one who doesn't have to do that. Instead of gigs, you can hand out gifts. You can hand yeah. out barter to other players yeah. who do things for you. Um, all the other players can do gigs for you or for NPCs nearby, which we'll, yeah. we'll fill in now. As uh, what was the uh, the you didn't? There's no other moves for you to choose from, is there? No, it was just the two holding. Yeah, because yeah. your character is more all about it. Your your um, relationship with the holding. Yes. Um, and mostly the rest is then relying on the other players and on the basic moves that everyone has, um, uh, which, uh, again, we'll, we'll get into it when we actually play the first session next week. Uh. Um, so the last thing we're going to do in this episode is introduce uh, your history between everyone. It's the final stat that you have to fill in. Um, each person's going to have a question. Um, it's, it says here, everyone introduces their character by name, look, and outlook. And take your turn. List the other characters' names. Go around for so everyone's name. Uh, have you listed there in the history box? Uh, we have Pity. We have Nelson. Don't call him Rocky. <laughs> we have Emmanuel. We have Maggie Magnolia. Emmanuel. And we have Simon Bishop. And leave a little bit of room so you can put like plus one, plus two, plus three as you're going to it. And again, these history can go from negative three to plus four. Whenever it hits those numbers, it then resets either to uh, zero or one, respectively. <coughs> so going around, on your turn, ask either or both or however many. Each person has slightly different instructions on how these go. Uh, we'll just start with a savvy head, and we're going to go answer these questions. Oh, shit. Okay. So ask the que- uh, follow the instructions there. Um. On your turn, ask either or both. Okay. Um, which of you is the most strange? For <laughs> every character who thinks they're the most strange, you get to write plus one history. So who here thinks they're the most strange? Just raise your hand. 
That's great for an audio podcast. Okay, we've got, okay. We've got three, three was the only one who raised her hand, so the other okay. three don't see themselves as strange. So Mark plus one history next to next uh, to pity. Okay, so that's plus one, and then the other question we have here is, which one of you is the biggest potential problem? So out of the four of you, which is the biggest potential problem to the savvy head? <laughs> I think I'm the only one raising my hand. Yeah, okay, yeah. so okay, it looks why, like it's why is the gun lugger the biggest problem? He's got temper. Because um, my character has a death wish. He's got anger problems and he constantly puts himself in harm's way and does not play well with others. So for that character, write HX plus two. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, then, and then it says here for the rest, for everyone else, write history minus one. Yeah. You've got other stuff to do and other stuff to learn. Oh, so it's minus one on everyone else. Everyone else who's not weird or a problem, you don't have time to think about. <laughs> Because you're just focused on your projects. <laughs> if they're not strange or violent, then don't look at them. You've, you've got much. too much shit to do. Because those are the only two things that are going to maybe stop your projects. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, sweet. Okay. So, gun lugger. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. You um, get to ask. You're going to ask all three questions. we got five players. Okay. Here's a good one. Which one of you once left me bleeding and did nothing for me? So at some point in the past... It better not be <laughs> you, Maggie. One of you left the gun lugger It's bleeding. absolutely not me. Oh. Oh. So we got... We got so, it's it's, so what happened here? How long Mr. ago was Manny. it? See, okay. this explains why I'm a problem Emmanuel. for him. <laughs> Emmanuel, you left... You left... Nelson, don't call him Rocky... Uh, <laughs> Bleeding and did nothing to help him. Kenneth Nelson got himself into a fucking situation that I was just like, you know what, I'm done. And what was the like, situation? Who was ooh. it against? Who who let who who bled you? Um, I started a bar fight and I fought like three guys. Was it with one of the stabbed. old gang, <laughs> with, or or with the current gang in the hold? Uh, um, no, it was a, a long time ago. Patrons? Um, no, we were giving that person a name. I'm introducing this character into the narrative. Ooh, this person nice. who got into the bar fight who left you bleeding. The gun lugger bleeding. Please. Was the bar fight yeah. in Sanctuary or was no. this uh, another settlement? This was this was before we came to Sanctuary. Okay, give me the name of this bar. Um <laughs> Taser, the, taser face. I think it's got <laughs> the a rusty thing. wheel, I guess. The rusty wheel. The rusty sure. wheel. Out I like west. that. Yeah. The rusty, the rusty wheel. The, 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 the rusty wheel, and then like hanging in front of the door is like a, a wheel without a tire on it, all rusted to shit, just hanging up there. And what are we? Are, is it taser face? And he fought a guy named Taser Face. <laughs> him and his cronies, and I told you not to fucking pick a fight with them, but no, you had to fucking. Go they, pick oh, so you two were there at the bar together. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they they smashed a bunch of glasses and yeah. sliced me up. Yeah. And no. You, I they, crawled out of the bar bleeding, yeah. and he was already <laughs> on his motorcycle or whatever, already standing outside, just like I'm done. And then the two of you probably didn't shit. even know that I was bleeding Peace. out the steps. He's just like he started a fight. I'm getting out of here. Left and, and then you just left him. And I see him bleeding while I'm bleeding. And the two of you haven't seen each other again until you show up at sanctuary. Until we come to sanctuary. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And then you got like. You know, last time you saw me, it was a year ago, and I was bleeding out on the front steps of the rusty wheel. Oh my god, you're still alive. <laughs> oh, you're still here. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> okay, so who, so who so fought him, though? The taser face. 
Is he? Uh, are we linking him to? He's a no. Writer. Taserface got into a bar fight at the Rusty okay. Wheel. All right. I may decide <laughs> that he may have shown up in the north of Sanctuary and teamed up with the old gang. Maybe they're looking for a new leader. But that oh, might geez. be something that I would absolutely do as the master of ceremonies. You're damn Sweet. right. Of course I would. Oh, I'm um, fucking excited. What's the second question? <laughs> the second question. Which one of you has fought shoulder to shoulder with me? I'll go Ooh. with that. Oh, yeah. the uh, angels. Oh, did both of you put your hands up? Yeah. Yes. Okay, one of you, though. It's only going to be one. Who, um, who, who's fought side by side? Is it going to be Simon or is it going to be Maggie? Well, Maggie put up her hand first. Okay. Fair. So uh, you fought shoulder to shoulder. Uh, was this after or before the rusty wheel incident? Well, maybe um, it was after her. Wait, did you say she you had a scar in The two of you, did you uh, pass like Maybe. Yeah. That could be the reason. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, so after the rusty wheel and taser face, the uh, magnolia ends up being your angel and, and, and patches you back up. And the two of you go on missions together for a little while. And you, run, you, you, hmm. you gun run together. That's and cool. You you got it. You got you got the protection of a good gun lugger. Yep. And you're able to do some good helping people, and he's got your back for a while. Tank medic kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. We got that. Yeah, exactly. Kay. We got the no, the, the heavy the way, and medic. We got the the pharmacy. History is yeah. as, <laughs> history is asymmetrical. The history that the gun lugger has on you is not the history you have on the gun lugger. So okay, so I'm not two, adding history not adding on this. It's okay, only to the answers. Okay. Of the I, I was actually about to ask that question, but perfect. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. just the time fighting shoulder to shoulder. The gun lugger. You know, he got a good read on you during that time. Mm-hmm. And so the last question. Last that's question. Plus two. This is a plus three history. Yeah. Which one of you is prettiest and or smartest? <laughs> oh, so we're all humble oh, here. Not, all right, that's fine. Is it not going to be Mother Superior? Is it not going to be Magnolia? Gonna, all right, yeah, fine. Fuck it, yeah. I'm pretty smart. <laughs> are, you, are you pretty and smart or just pretty smart? I don't know, man. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Which one? So th- this gets to be actually the gun lugger here. Who do you think is the prettiest or smartest out of the uh, other four characters? Choose wisely. Is it the Mother Superior, <laughs> Simon Bishop? Is it the Angel, uh, uh, Maggie Magnolia, the Brainer, uh, Pity, Pity the Fool? Is it? Is it? Me? Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> or it's like is a dating it, sim all of a sudden? Or is, it <laughs> is it the old bromance with the savvy head here? Yeah. Um, Just had too much of your shit and you walked away. <laughs> what, what is your character Pity's smart uh, sharp stat? Uh, Pity's sharp is two. Like plus two. So is mine. So, so you're mine. like hot and sharp. So why are you not the I'm prettiest? Not, I'm not <laughs> well, hot. Well, weird and sharp. I'm, I'm weird and sharp. Hot's in the negatives. Because I actually took oh, a thing. Oh, hot's in the negatives? No, I took she gets a, to roll weird instead of to hot. Write, it's a roll weird instead of hot. Oh, I see. But the weird can be pretty, mm. too. She makes up for her lack of looks with all that kinky shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hundo P. Depen- I don't know. Depends the fact that she didn't volunteer, though, so... <laughs> it depends on how into confession you are. <laughs> so I think of... <laughs> it's a weird sanctuary, but I love it. <laughs> it's been 45 minutes. Okay, oh, I'm so like, this really, since like, oh since he was the only one who really volunteered, I guess I'll put a okay. manual. But that kind of Yeah, that brings undoes- it up to five. So that means your history is now no, at no, one. No, no, it's plus three. Yeah, it's plus three, plus two. The other one was minus two. It, oh, oh, yeah, yeah that was... So that uh, a, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So yeah. it brings it back up to it plus one. It brings it now to one. So we had a really good friendship, but then I left you at one point, but and, we're that, st- and that fucking hurts you. <laughs> That's a roller coaster of one, So we're still kind of okay. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just like Martin Pretty. You fucking picked the third fight that day, yeah, exactly. and he I just left, and you're like, you know, yeah. His, the logic is he was he was right. 
You shouldn't have gotten in that fight. <laughs> he learned his lesson. Fucking pick the fourth fight that week, and you're just like, all right, yeah, okay. We move over to the card holder. Okay, you got, fair. You got some questions to ask. Uh, uh, you're yeah. going to go around. On your turn, you're going to ask both of these questions. Oh, you want me to not just choose either? Do you want me to ask both? You well, you can choose to ask either or both, but I personally would. Like, I think ask, I was thinking of both anyway. We've, but got, yeah. we've got enough players here. Okay. Let's fill up extra history. Um, which one of you has been with me since before? Which one of you has been with Simon Bishop since before Sanctuary? There you I go. Think I'm, I'm working for yeah, you. You're yeah, yeah. Basically, okay. basically becomes inquisitive. So <laughs> you get a plus two. So you get plus, uh, the, the, for that character, right, plus two. Yeah. And then the, the second question. Second question is, which one of you is betrayed or stolen from me? Ooh. Is it going to be, <laughs> gonna be the good doctor? No, I've done enough bad things. <laughs> who has stolen from Sanctuary? Just <laughs> or who fucking... is currently stealing from Sanctuary? I know better than to do that. Do I? This, this can be Steve. If no one's gonna answer, you get to All determine. All right, I get to. I get to choose. Oh, me. I, oh. I didn't steal, but I did betray you. Plus three to you. Plus three. Well, plus, plus three. What, plus three? Yeah, yeah, he knows him real well now. So, so there was a time you betray, he betrayed you, yeah. and um, we, we, we obviously we've got this like before time. We don't need to fill in the. I think we all know what that means. Uh, but which Probably. one of you betrayed or so and so? So some time ago. At the early days of Sanctuary, before the old gang broke free, did you break free with the old gang and have since come back to Sanctuary? Oh. Uh, actually, Ooh. here's what I'm thinking, if you'll allow this. Uh -huh. um, part of uh, part of the rules of Sanctuary is that you're not supposed to tell anyone um, outside where Sanctuary is. Ooh. And I, um, I got into a fight, and I led a whole gang right to Sanctuary. By accident or, like, on purpose? Well... By accident slash on purpose. Because, so I thought of like, it as like I you did this on purpose, but in reality it was more well, see, likely. I was yeah. in trouble it could be both. and I was going to Sanctuary for help and I knew that I was leading this gang to you, sure. but I did anyway. So it was due okay. to your negligence then? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because so, I just didn't that, care. That, okay, that was a fuck up. Is that a betrayal? Yes, because I should have known. I better. could have taken it yeah. as a betrayal. Um, True, actually, you could have taken it as that. This yeah. was against the the, uh, the rules, and I specifically uh, went against them. Yeah, because I could be like extremely right. like. I only, we only have a few like rules in sanctuary. Where old gang used to only there are, They are people. hard rules. It's uh, it, it, it's growing now. It's now immediate. It, that gang outside the walls now outnumbers the gang inside the walls because of... Fair. Oh, wow. Because of the actions of... Yeah, but I got a... Fucking church. But yeah, well, that's the thing. Is that they're, they're, <laughs> the fuck off, Lisa. They have numbers, but we have a fortress. Yeah, right? you've got the defense of yeah. the super fort, yeah. but, they, uh, but they're growing in number now that... You've already led them here once. Yep. They can start putting the word out. Yeah. Like, this place that's, is big. That's the betrayal. Like, like, we yeah. got a new home here, boys. All we got to do is knock down the gates. So yeah. if we could okay. just do something about that laser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this laser is going to Which happen. is right now, yes. I think we've already established a MacGuffin <laughs> rule of deterrent that doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> if we could like, only do something. So that could be the secret thing. Basically, that. like, there is a fuck off place in the roof. But secretly, the doc and I are, like, the only ones, like, we know, how, okay, we really need to get this thing working. How generate power? Huh? How does Sanctuary generate power Solar. to generate a giant... 
uh, uh, laser. A, a giant laser solar. cannon. How does the solar um, work in the dust storms? Oh, in the dust storms. Uh, reality's fraying edge. I've got some kind of component <laughs> that fucking does that. <laughs> you've got you've got a power generator in the basement, and you just don't tell anyone how it works. <laughs> I don't tell anyone where the electricity it comes from because it it's comes from mice. the fucking maelstrom. <laughs> And it's stable, but I don't like talking about it. <laughs> or it's, it's powered. It's powered by the screams of the damned. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We'd go in and raid that the church. Screams, but there's the a screams of the damned come from giant confession. fucking laser. Yeah. <laughs> she feeds the screams of the damned. Yeah, she feeds the laser. <laughs> and there's just Doctor Goldman sitting up in the bell tower with his laser gun. Just like, Fuck I'm just, your mom, I'm just shit putting... lips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm beginning to like you a lot. Like you a lot. And yeah. for the hard holder, yeah. for everyone else, I get a plus right one plus to everybody. One. It's Whoa. in your interest to know everyone's business. So Pity gets a plus three. So now, okay, it's a plus. Uh, now it'll be a plus four. Else, also for the gun lugger, write down negative one for everyone who didn't answer your question. You yeah, find no that. interest. Or you find no yeah, particular already... need to understand most people. So sorry, what's the rule about going past three? Going past four. When you Go hit four, four Jeez, you I've reset. I've got so much history on you. Yeah, when you when you hit four, you reset to one and you mark experience. Um, okay, because okay, he's hit four on him. Have you already hit he's, four? He's already at four. So he's then reset four. to one. Okay, and then and mark experience. experience. Okay. They kind of work. It, 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 it's it's a it's an engine. You just you fuel it with sure. history, and then you keep leveling your character. So basically, the only one I have most history on is pity. That works. It's okay. We have history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the history you have with the history you have with uh, Nelson is of a different. It's a deeper sort than when the history you have with Pete, right because it's already leveled up once. Yeah. It's oh, just, it's, it's like, like yeah. So mechanically, it's a one, but because it's already leveled up and reset to one, you're you've got you've got you've got more. You still have more history with him. Yes. It's just it, it bounces between those two numbers. Okay, fair. Uh, Angel, uh, we have Magnolia. You yep. get to roll. Uh, uh, on your turn, you're going to ask, I mean, one, two, or all three? I, I just suggest we do all three. Yeah, why not? It sounds like a, a fun time. What's your first question? Let's do it. I'm excited for this one. Which one, you do, <laughs> which one of you do I figure is doomed for self-destruction? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got a bunch it, of hands going up, so race. Cassie, you're the ref here. Who do you think is yeah, doomed I'm, for most I'm, destruction? Yeah, I'm thinking it's probably Nelson, because I just witnessed him get into another fucking bar fight. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. That's, That's how you found him. Yeah. Was almost dead. <laughs> and I died, like, how did you, what did you do? And Fourth fight today. Sanctuary <laughs> needs a 12-step program for Rageaholics. So that's a, that's that's history two. It's a one-step program. It's it's called yes, exactly. Sorry, that's history negative two. Yeah, it's history, yeah, minus it's two. It's a one-step program So here's the thing. Well, you've got a lot of history with it. Magnolia. Because she sees you as so doomed, she doesn't really understand you. Yeah. From her from her direction, you're, you're just like she a doesn't loose cannon. get you at all. You're just yeah. like, what motivates you? She doesn't understand that at all. It's in the negatives. Mm. Uh, and if it goes down one more, it'll reset to zero and you'll get experience. Sweet. Um, so there's like, in your end, there's some incentive to strain that relationship even more. Uh, <laughs> your second question. Which one of you put a hand in when it mattered and helped me save a life? I'll do it, yeah. Was that is, is now you get to decide? Is that going to be the? Uh, is that going to be uh, Simon Bishop or is it going to be Emmanuel? Mm. Is it Emmanuel or Emmanuel? Uh, Emmanuel Goldman. Emmanuel. Dr. Emmanuel, Goldman. I think is kind of isn't that like the female no. version? Yeah. No, it's like no, E L L E. It depends it means, where you are. It means clear to God. I guess. 
That's what well, I know. It's just like it's like the difference between Michael and Michelle. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but if you're also in Quebec, it doesn't it becomes Michelle. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Tough one. Tough one. Um. You get. I'm you thinking. Get to be so the type. Anyway, I have one of you put a hand in when it matters, and then we're gonna. I'm gonna ask <laughs> some, some questions to find Jew. out what that what that was. What yeah. They did. God. So I, I I can almost think of reasoning behind both. I could be talking to the mad scientist, like, hey, I need something real crazy to save this dude. <laughs> or it could have just been a place literally called sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> Where right? So I I I'm 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 stuck because I have I have reason to choose either or really. So if if it's our hard holder though, like that could be why you're staying in sanctuary, right? Yeah. Like he helped you when you needed it, so now yeah. you're helping him. You show up at the front doors of sanctuary with a bleeding out dead gun lugger. <laughs> and you needed a place it's to patch him It's all coming together. And that was it's the all coming hand together. <laughs> to help save. Actually, was the gun lugger's life that you were saving. <laughs> That's All right. That's you, cool. I like and this. you know what? You showed up at the gates of Sanctuary. You didn't know about it. No one had told you about it. The gates were closed. It was Simon sans- Bishop it was, was looking uh... out over the rampart, and he opened the gates to let you in so you could patch up your man. It was. It was. You were in the middle of a dust storm. You couldn't. You didn't know where you were, and you somehow found Sanctuary. All right. So that's a plus two for Simon then. The Maelstrom brought them here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, just as you're patched up, the 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 good doctor here is already working in Sanctuary. And he's like. Ah, fuck. <laughs> there he is. There's I can't escape you. <laughs> of course, uh, uh, I like to think that Emmanuel, you're the only one who calls Nelson Rocky. I like, think that, no, uh, I was, <laughs> was going to be the only person that calls him Kenneth. Kenneth? <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's good, it's good. Kenneth Nelson. Um, last question. Last question. Which one of you has been beside me all along and has seen everything I've seen? Well, that obviously can't be me. Do you want? No, you can. You could bring in the brainer as well. Like I know she's got this mysterious history going on, but maybe, maybe the history you have with her goes even further back than the history you have with uh, with Nelson. Could be. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Which um, one of you has been beside Magnolia the whole time and everything that she's seen, you've seen? I mean, it makes sense right now that it's Nelson. That's that's kind of the story we've it already got. It could be that. You, yeah. It could be that. We've established that, uh, the two of you are running together. It could be that pity has been uh, had been with her, and she Ooh. keeps telling her about. Oh, you sanctuary. Got an idea if you ever there, need any Carl? help, go to sanctuary. I got an idea that uh, once upon a time it wasn't just um, Nelson and Goldman traveling together; it was actually the three of them. And uh, at one point, Nelson got into one too many fights. Goldman eventually threw up his hands and said, "This is too dangerous; it's not worth my time," and left. And Angel was the only person that stayed there to patch him up. Mm. You were the one who kept saying that he could be fixed and he did better things, and Goldman kept saying that he wasn't worth the time and he was too dangerous to have around, and that one bar fight was the splitting point where <laughs> he was just Literally like, splitting. you're going to stay, but I'm leaving, mm-hmm. and then that's when he uh, And then shortly after you set up this m- maelstrom antenna in the basement, <laughs> your two old buddies show up at the front door again, like, yeah. like, like the psychic storm brought them back to you. And uh, you're getting all superstitious again. <laughs> but uh, mark down, I like that. Mark down three history with uh, with with uh, uh, with Goldman because I, I I like that it doesn't negate the negative two history you've already got with Nelson. It keeps yeah. things polarized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. For everyone else, write history plus one. For everyone who didn't answer the question, you keep your eyes open. Yep. So plus one for pity. Okay. And at the Yay. very end of the episode, we now reach our brainer. Hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, Brainer. Oh, hi. Hello. Uh, so I have three questions. 
Which one of you has slept in my presence, knowingly or unknowingly? Ooh. <laughs> I think it's going to be that, that's, that's weird. That's going to have to be him. Is that Bishop? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably Bishop, yeah. yeah. All right, so plus two right. history to Bishop. I'll flip back. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, so that's fair. That's plus, what was that? Sorry. Plus two. I like to think that perhaps pity was in sanctuary before it was a hard hold, and you just, all just kind of showed haunt, up. Went, this church could be it. great, and it's like, well, it's been my home, but you can use it too. <laughs> or they didn't even know and she was there, she and was she here just kind of crept into the She'll be group. here after sanctuary. <laughs> Um, and I just punch back another dame. And just showed up and read all your memory cards. I see you've been playing Super Mario Sunshine. Hell's yeah! <laughs> Hell's yeah! You've been playing Castlevania, haven't you? Yes. What's your Castlevania. What's your second question? Um, which one of you have I been no. watching carefully in secret? You get to answer Ooh. this one. Oh, oh. do I? Yeah, I get this to is this a little this too one. intimate. I, which one? Of these four, have you been watching carefully in secret? Who are you most I think, interested I in? I think I'm going to watch Emmanuel because he made the Maelstrom generator. And Hi. since I have such a strong connection Hi. with the psychic Maelstrom, that's Hi. a thing that interests me. Plus two on the good doctor. Plus two on <laughs> your doctor. And which one of you evidently dislikes and distrusts the brainer? She's right up in the air. Yeah. That wasn't so. shooting up. It shot up when they said who be, who um <laughs> who's on a path to self-destruction. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so the gun longer doesn't trust you. And yeah. for everyone else, right plus one, you have weird insights into everyone. And we now have I've got I've got some history here with the rusty wheel and the old gang now growing with the histories of sanctuary and our characters. Um, we reached the end of our first episode, went a little bit over time, but we have now our characters and their connections to each other and the story of Sanctuary, the rumor of a hammer, the influence of the psychic maelstrom already a little bit stronger than I thought it would be. And uh, uh, what, how will Pity, Emmanuel, Simon, Maggie, and, and, and Nelson all interact with each other? We'll find out next week in our uh, Road to Con Bravo campaign uh, Apocalypse World and if you come back on Thursday the first episode of Derek's game where they're running Apocalypse World on their end of the country it's going to be completely different over there yeah. and somehow we're going to bring both of those campaigns together for a final episode episode 5 recorded live at Con Bravo so here for the Terrible Warriors in Toronto for the I don't know the Sanctuary campaign. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, myself, Master of Ceremonies, Justin Eacock, with my players around the table. I am uh, Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, Dr. Terrawak, playing Dr. Emmanuel Goldman. I'm Tom. He is an evil genius white from Weird Video Games, and I'm playing Ken Nelson. Ken. I'm Steve Saylor, uh, also known as uh, Blind Gamer on YouTube, and I'm playing the hard holder, Simon Bishop, otherwise known as Mother Superior. <laughs> I'm Cassidy Twenty Love Chew, and I am playing Magnolia Stone, the the medic, the angel. I'm Brie Poison, and I'm playing. I hope you like Confessional, <laughs> the Brainer. <laughs> and until next time, die loud. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Justin. The Terrible Warriors release new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and the Toronto crew will return to the apocalypse world of our Sanctuary campaign next week and every Tuesday in July. 
And if you return to us on Thursday, we continue our Apocalypse World game. But this time, it's the Edmonton crew's turn. Another campaign running in tandem that will reach its conclusion in the last weekend of July, live at Con Bravo. You can find everything about Con Bravo at 2017.conbravo.com. And along with terrible warriors like Tom, he's an evil genius, White, and Derek the Bard, there's also terrible warrior alumni Big Mike running D20 Live, Cassie Chu down in the Indie Showcase, Anthony Sardina of Team Four Star, the Nostalgia Critic, and more. You can get your tickets now, and we will see you there in the last weekend of July. And as we barrel towards our season finale, there's still time for you to sign up as a Patreon supporter to get access to our completed campaigns and all the debrief episodes we've released since September. You will still get a postcard sent to you from the month of July to you directly. And you can do all of that at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. I've rejigged some of our milestones and you'll see that we're very close to being able to do some very cool things like more live shows. And if you'd like to get involved in the conversation, follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors, like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, and share it with your friends. Today's Terrible Warriors and your denizens of Sanctuary were Bree Poison, Connell Macbeth, Tom White, Cassie Chu, Steve Saylor, and Justin Eacock. And we will return to the Apocalypse World on Thursday with the Edmonton crew. And the Toronto crew of Sanctuary will see you again on Tuesday, right here on the Terrible Warriors.